Hey, James, here's a question from Quora. Quora again? <laughs> uh, I have not read the answers. For some reason, I did not want to know the answers to this one, but I like the question because this is a question I think about. It is under, I guess, a category called meeting new people, which is not a category I've trafficked too much. Um, but the question is this. What is the best way to start an engaging conversation with a stranger? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's try it then. New York. Uh, is that the best way? Were you actually born in New York City? Because I find that to be pretty rare. Um, I wasn't. Why do you find that to be rare? It's a big city. A lot of people are born there. Yeah, you would think that, but most people I know... See, I'm already pissed off at you. You're getting yeah. real nosy with me. I don't most, like that. Most people <laughs> who say they're from New York were not born in New York. I actually find people who were born in New York kind of stick to themselves. I don't really know them. Mm. You know, I grew up in upstate New York, so about 150 miles and many light years in terms of psyche removed from New York City. And I went to college in the rural northwest corner of North Carolina at Appalachian State University. And there weren't really even that many out-of-state students there. It was a lot of North Carolina kids. And uh, when people would ask me, you know, like you just did, where are you from? I would say New York because that's what I thought of New York State as was New York. And they always assumed that I was from New York City. And therefore, they assumed that I was super right. cool, super super something. And it only took me a few days to realize that I should let them assume that. Little right. did they know that I grew up in a town that was smaller than the vast majority of the towns in North Carolina where did, they grew up. Did they nickname you in New York? Did they nickname me New York? No, that would have been so better than what they nicknamed me. Uh-oh, what did they nickname you? A lot of things, none of which were really that good. My favorite nickname was Two-Roll. Uh, was that, what was that related to? <laughs> <laughs> Two-Roll came from this guy, uh, great guy, wonderful guy that I'm still friends with named Michael Lackey who taught me how to play backgammon. So I know what uh, you claim to be a backgammon innocent when we started I've playing backgammon. That. I've never claimed You were that. like trained by somebody who called you two-roll. Like <laughs> you were me, like a hustler. Wait, let me tell you why he called me two-roll and you know how bad I was. So I love to learn the game. I love backgammon, as you know, we play. But what would happen is I would try my very best to play strategically and then I would inevitably end up losing because I was just beginning. But then I would like at the very end when it came down to a race and I'm like 40 pips behind, I would roll like double sixes twice in a row to roll and I would win. And that's how I got my, uh, see, and look, my backgammon nickname. By the way, we got all of that out of just me asking you, where are you from? You now, I'll tell so you an, proved me wrong. I'll then. tell you an experience I had the other day. I was in a, a bar-like situation. It was a dinner with a whole bunch of people. And... There was a woman there who had tattoos all over her arms. So I went up to her and I said, can I take photographs of all your tattoos? And she explained the story of each tattoo. Nice. And it was a good conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I did on the way to meet you, actually, is on the street, uh, I kept going up to people with a $2 bill. And I said, can I buy a $1 bill with this $2 bill? Uh, and that's how I would start talking to people, just random strangers, while going to meet you today. How'd that work out? Uh, about 50-50 would, would, uh, would give me the $1 bill in exchange for the $2 bill. I would consider that pretty high because, no offense, looking at a guy like you handing out $2 bills asking for one, I, I would go the other direction. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you an interesting little stat, and it's not statistically significant because I didn't go up to enough people, but all of the white people said no. Huh. 
Yeah. And for the record, you are white. White. <laughs> you know, I did a thing once years ago when I was doing this thing on the psychology of money. And I, I, I don't know if you know this about me. I really, I've hated pennies for a long time. And I'm, I think it's ridiculous that we still make pennies. And I think one of the big reasons we still make them is because the zinc lobby has been really good at fomenting pro-penny sentiment. And pennies are about 97% zinc. But I, I was interested in the penny and exploring how people thought about it. And I set up a stand on – it was Broadway and 93rd, a little table, like a folding card table with packets of pennies, 100. And I offered just to give people a dollar's worth of pennies, and I could not give them away. Nobody wanted a dollar in pennies. Just for free. They didn't want it. For free. I said, would you like for free 100 pennies? And I had them in little baggies. So, look, all of these are – Maybe Possible that's my ways to talk to people. Now these are my, not pickup lines, but they're just good ways yeah, to start talking to maybe people. Maybe that's my new opening question: Is how do you feel about the penny? Right. This seems like a good time to take a quick break. We'll be right back to our conversation after this. In celebration of the format of our new show, Fresh Books, our sponsor, has created their very own question of the day. The question is particularly relevant to those who run their own businesses and bill for their time and expertise. So all of you entrepreneurs and small business owners, listen up. What's the first thing that you feel when I say words like invoicing, expense reporting, and time tracking? Stressed, anxious, annoyed, maybe even a little queasy. Fear not. All this means is that you need some fresh books in your life. FreshBooks is the amazing invoicing software that helps small business owners spend way less time on paperwork, stay effortlessly organized, and is super intuitive to use. You'll be creating and sending invoices in minutes, watching expenses practically organize themselves, and probably wondering why you didn't start sooner. Try FreshBooks free for 30 days. Just go to freshbooks.com slash question and enter our show name, Question of the Day, in the How Did You Hear About Us section while signing up. Let's see what some answers people actually offered here. You want to? Sure. Okay. Kaiser Kuo, who's Director of International Communications for Baidu. Oh, interesting. Legit. Yeah. Uh, this is good. His first advice, don't creep the person out. Like saying, can I take pictures of all the tattoos on your body? No, he didn't write that, but that's what I'm thinking. Don't look like you're trying to sell something or don't come on to the person or stand unnaturally close or approach too fast or do anything to suggest that you might have criminal or otherwise ulterior intent. Wow. So, James, let me ask you this. If you are trying to start an engaging conversation with a stranger, do you feel like the best first move, and again, this could differ a lot depending on who the stranger is and what you're trying to accomplish in this conversation. Do you feel the best first move is to ask them a question about themselves or to perhaps make an observation about the scenario you are sharing or to maybe say something about yourself? Let's say those are the three, you, them, neutral. What's best generally? Well, them with an observation. So for instance, the example of, oh, I really like those tattoos on your arm. Can I take a photograph of each one and what's and you tell me what the story is of each that's one? It's also got you in it. So you hit that's the triumvirate. You, them, and observation. Yeah, it shows a really uh like I'm willing to listen to a unique story that they're going to tell me. I'm going to learn something. And do you feel the I would like to take a picture of every tattoo on your body doesn't enter the creepy column? Well, I could just say, uh, the, I like that tattoo on your arm. Can I take a picture mm-hmm. of that? Like, that's not creepy. Like, yeah. if I like art and I view tattoos as art, 
And if I'm being sincere, it looks like a beautiful tattoo, then I'll take a picture of it. You're pretty good at talking to strangers, aren't you, generally, when you want to? Yeah, I have no problem with that. I have a lot of practice. I used to do a lot of uh, man-on-the-street interviews for HBO, actually. Yeah, and what do you say? Um, I would say, uh, hey, what are you guys doing right now? Mm-hmm. So any question, people are thrown off a little bit, but they want to assume you're honest and telling the truth. And if you're not creepy, then they're just going to tell you what they're doing right now. So my favorite quote, come online now, if I meet someone, is I like to ask them, you know, how do you spend your time? What do you do? Like, let's say I meet you on the plane, and let's say you are a grizzly bear trainer, right? So let's say I meet you. We're sitting on a plane. I say, hey, I'm Steven. I'm James. Hey, James. I'm a grizzly bear trainer. Really? <laughs> you gave that up easy. I might not have to ask you any questions. And then I would say, huh, that's interesting. So, James, tell me something I don't know about grizzly bear training. And somehow I find that that, that way to phrase it, just like tell me something I don't know about what you do, is just like a magic wand. But let me ask you a question. When I say I'm a grizzly bear trainer, mm-hmm. why don't you ask the obvious question like— Which is, how the hell did you start that? No, no. The obvious question to me is, aren't you afraid you're going to get hurt? Mm. Or have you ever been hurt? That is a good question. And if I met a grizzly bear trainer, I might be more likely to ask a better question like that. But a lot of times when people tell you what they do, it's something like, you know— I uh, I do insurance for Procter & Gamble. Exactly. And I say, oh, huh, tell me something I don't know about that. What's the craziest thing you ever insured? Yeah, not even the craziest. <laughs> well, okay, that would be good. So I think you're better at this than I am. No, I don't know. Coming up, we'll tell you a little bit about our next question of the day after this. If you make your living by billing for your time and expertise, then you've got to try FreshBooks. FreshBooks will make creating and sending invoices, organizing your expenses, and tracking your billable hours the easiest part of your workday. Go to freshbooks.com question for your free 30-day trial. You never know how the conversation might go on Question of the Day, but here's a taste of what the next episode will sound like. Before you even begin tidying up, you have to discard everything. First do books, clothes, Mm -hmm. uh, papers, uh, photographs. Relatives, pets. Who knows? It probably applies. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by David Herman with Allison Hockenberry and Greta Cohn. 